0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Big Ten football culminating, and uh, not the not the way this season the Badgers kind of wanted it to go. But nevertheless, uh, they got a bowl game coming up. You got Ohio State in the Final Four, so. Not bad things for the uh, for the Big Ten. Jerry Denardo, the Big Ten Network, the analyst here is with us. You can find him at Jerry Donardo on Twitter. Jerry, how you been? I'm doing great, Bill. How are you? Well, we're doing good. Uh, I guess we made it. Uh, that's the that's the good news um, through a football season, or at least uh, the the best you can possibly get through a football season. What you take away from this year?
1: Uh, risky at best. Uh, glad we. Had the season we had. At times it looked like maybe it was a mistake. At other times it looked like maybe it was the right thing to do. Uh, You know, just mixed feelings, really. I think basketball is even a a bigger issue. I give a lot of credit to all the young people that decided to play and try to fight through this stuff.
0: Um, the Badgers did not have the season they were hoping for. They obviously went through COVID. They had some uh, some of their weapons, some of their wide receivers and such uh, not available. They had some injuries. Uh, Graham Mertz came in and, and burst onto the scene and opened all of our eyes, and then it just seemed to kind of fizzle after that. Give me your thoughts as this uh, young quarterback uh, kind of went on throughout the year.
1: Yeah, hard to tell. You know, after the Illinois game, uh, we all thought maybe he was a little further along than he was, and as the competition got tougher. But, Bill, you know, this wasn't going to be – this didn't predict to be the same Wisconsin team we have seen the last few years. I mean, I think most of us picked them to win the West. I'm not saying we thought they were going to be a bad team, and I'm not saying they are a bad team. But you lose John Taylor, You replace three of the five offensive linemen. As you mentioned, you have trouble on the flank, and you have a new quarterback. And then you're one of the schools that has that hit the earliest and maybe the hardest with COVID. Uh, you know, specific to Mertz, I mean, let's, let's just see, you know, the year doesn't count, right? He's got four years left of eligibility. He's obviously a talented guy. So, you know, I think we, we, you know, we just need to wait and see what it looks
0: like. Then you've got, uh, well, Northwestern, obviously, a team that's uh, been, you know, hanging around and getting better, and I love what Pat Fitzgerald has done with that program. There's a lot of talk about him possibly uh, getting some offers via the NFL. I know he's very happy down there, but talk about Northwestern on the come.
1: Well, I had him about fourth. I thought that Wisconsin was the favorite and then Minnesota and Iowa. Uh, And the way the season ended, you know, Iowa's probably one of the better teams. Uh, vintage Pat Fitzgerald, you know, rebounding from a tough year, uh, playing great defense, still struggling offensively, but certainly better than they have been in recent years. But when they play the, the, the teams that win recruiting uh, battles, you, you know, they can't always measure up. And that, 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 that's kind of what happens, and that'll, that'll continue to happen. You know, a team like Northwestern, Bill, they have to do a great job to win the West and they have to get to Indianapolis, and they have to hope things go well in Indianapolis because regardless of the East Division team, which is usually Ohio State, but sometimes Penn State and maybe someday Michigan, and it's been Michigan State under D'Antonio, they're always going to have the lesser players top to bottom in the East Division, and that's kind of what happened this year. So their formula is intact, and it'll continue to go the way it's going.
0: Where is Nebraska? Every year we talk about Nebraska, and this is going to be the year. And they're going to... And, and granted, I I kind of throw this year out because it was such a quirky year. But where is Nebraska right now in your mind when it talks about a team and a program that continually wants to strive to get to the top spot in the West? They continually kind of want to go back to what it is when they, when you had the glory days, so to speak. Where are they right now? They're better.
1: I think if it was a normal season, you could see as they got better during the year, Bill, that they could have made a bowl game with six wins. So there's no doubt they're better. I think they're they're a little bit of a distracted program. You know, the Big 8 is over. The Big 12 is over. You know, nobody's picking on you. Uh, it's just the way it is, you know, and I don't know how comfortable they are, and I wish they would get more comfortable being part of the Big Ten. I thought it was a great addition. They really had no choice. You know, as Tom Osborne said to me a couple of years ago when I asked him about joining the Big Ten, he said to me, you know, the Pac-12 was going to raid the Big 12. We were going to be left without a conference. So, you know, I think, you know, if you look back at how they got in the Big Ten, it was really their best and only move. And I just don't know that they feel part of it. And and that's, that's, that can be a distraction. And I think they need to move past that distraction And worry more about just, you know, playing the game. But I do think they're better.
0: Uh, you mentioned uh, Michigan, when they get good again. So tell me what you think about the Michigan program. I know that uh, obviously the last game of the year they took a lot of heat because Kirk Herbstreit kind of said, hey, you're going to conveniently come down with COVID. You're not going to play Ohio State. You don't want to get beat again. And damned if it didn't happen now. We know that you don't know, take COVID very lightly. But uh, it just wasn't the season that Harbaugh thought it was going to be. And every, there was a lot of expectation coming into this season. It just went in the opposite direction.
1: Yeah, my expectations are never high because they're, they're always in some kind of shift, whether it's an offensive shift, a staff shift, a defensive shift, a different offense, a different defense, a different offensive line coach. And so, you, you know, they, they really never settle in. I don't believe that their culture is to win a national championship. I think it's more to win the East and get to Indianapolis. of uh, You know, they just fired Don Brown, so now they're going to change defenses again. You you know, it's just not a program that has been steadily progressing, and it's not a program that has such high expectations that they can't just keep going the way they're going. So uh, I, I don't see them winning the East anytime soon. They obviously only control half the equation, and the half that everybody in East can't control is when they play Ohio State. And they are a long, 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 long way from being as good as Ohio State. Uh,
0: Boy, I tell you what, I was really impressed with Indiana going into the shoe, going toe-to-toe with Ohio State for a majority of that contest. Uh, I'm excited about Indiana football. Are you?
1: I am, and I'm excited about th- th- really the message that if you study them, which obviously I have some history there. Kevin Wilson took over that program ten years ago. Kevin Wilson did a lot of really good things in Bloomington. Tom Allen has done even more things. This is this t- this took ten years to get to this point, and and you know not not many people have ten years. So this was a combination. I never imagined that they would be this good. I. I The winningest, listen to this, Bill, the winningest coach in Indiana's history is Bill Malley. He won 69 games, 30 were non-conference games. So so put that in perspective to what Tom Allen's doing. Unless Tom leaves for a different job, Tom Allen will wind up being the winningest coach in Indiana history the time he's done.
0: Amazing, amazing. Uh, you got the representation of the Big Ten in the Final Four. Uh, not many people giving Ohio State with that secondary a chance against Trevor Lawrence and the Clemson Tigers. Uh, talk a little bit about that matchup.
1: Yeah, they're going to have to play a lot better. I mean, they, you know, coach speak is we haven't played our best game yet. I know Ryan has said that. That's not coach speak this year. I mean, that that's the flat-out truth. I mean, at times, they don't look like a playoff team. They look like a playoff talent but not a playoff team at times they do usually the first half and when they and when they when they're explosive early in the game and all that but this team is a long way away from some of the recent ohio state teams now they have they have reason for that you know they're very really practiced together they've been hit with covid there's so much pressure on to win the national championship on and on and on they have a lot of reasons for it i don't think they're excuses i think they're reasons uh, but but they're going to have to play their best game from Clemson, and it might be possible that Clemson has to not play their best game for this to be a matchup.
0: Jerry, it's always great to talk to you. I certainly appreciate it. Thanks for coming on throughout the season, and we will talk uh, soon down the line. You have a tremendous holiday season. Merry Christmas as well, okay?
1: Merry Christmas, Bill, and thanks for having me.
0: Thanks, pal. There you go. Jerry Donardo okay. Love to have him on the program. Jerry Denardo, the Big Ten Network, uh, joining us for a couple of minutes. You can find him on Twitter, at Jerry DiNardo. Uh Again, find him on Twitter, at Jerry Denardo, And uh, all you got to do is, uh, is is give him a shout. He's just such a good guy. He joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard, they treat you fair. 80-plus years, they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com